0: Welcome, welcome back to another episode of Critically Uncritical with Inez Bai. Today, I'm going to be breaking down a concept I see all the time on Instagram, which is when business coaches or any coaches really celebrate their success, but they talk about it as if it's just kind of appeared out of nowhere. And this was inspired by a post that one of my past clients actually shared with me. So I absolutely love it when my past clients or even just anyone on social media who is following me at an as by sends me things that they think I might resonate with or that um, is a myth that maybe I've helped them bust in the past. So we're going to be diving into like what it actually means to be making a lot of money in your business using this specific example. And we're going to be breaking it down critically so that when you see these posts on social media, instead of falling into an absolute spiral of, um comparisonitis and making it mean something about you and feeling guilty and then feeling bad about yourself and all of these things that just obviously are not actually helpful in the long scheme of things I'm going to be giving you the BTS like the actual facts of what is going on when someone makes a lot of money seemingly out of nowhere and seemingly really easy like when they're resting or when they're in the bath which is this specific example that I'm going to give but first, let's set the scene. So I just wanted to remind you the competition to win one of three prizes that was announced in last week's podcast episode. If you want to go check out the details, you can check out. Um, I'll leave it in the show notes. It's also in my Instagram underneath the graphic of the podcast as well is still running until tuesday the 22nd at midnight and then the competition winners will be announced on wednesday the 23rd before i take two weeks off which i'm very excited for so just a reminder that all you need to do is post a story tagging me at anes by on instagram of wherever you are when you're listening to this podcast episode last week's podcast episode or whatever episode that it is that you want to tag so i'm really excited to see all of your entries and obviously i am so grateful for all of your support with this podcast so setting the scene It is a hot day here in Sydney. We finally have some freaking sun, which has been amazing. But I have already taken up, um, taken advantage of that over the weekend and I'm feeling a little bit crispy. So I've actually taken advantage of that and I've been inside all day kind of doing some reflecting, doing some work, catching up on. Um, some of the coursework that I have just invested in last week. And I'll be speaking a little bit more about that later on in another episode. Um, And I'm sitting in our new house, in our new bedroom. And it is, as I've said, a really hot day. So when you're podcasting a little BTS for you, you really can't use a fan or any air con or you have to have all the windows closed. So I am really taking one for the team here by sitting in this breezeless room recording this episode but I'm really excited to be doing so and I'm really excited as well because as I said I'm going to be taking two weeks off from the business um, starting from this Thursday and this is something I actually haven't done in a while. Last year I only took a week off the business and whilst the lifestyle that I have is very flexible. It's still every single day. I'm very responsible to a lot of people. I'm always answerable to people and I have a lot of tasks that I have to do and a lot of hats that I have to wear from accounting to marketing to social media to launching the programs to making sure that all of the things are moving in one go. So. I'm really excited to be taking some time off and I know that a lot of my clients and just a lot of the chat in general and coaching is like, well, you know, if you love what you do, then you won't need to take a day off or like if you love what you do, it will never feel like you're working a day in your life, which by now I think a lot of us have come to this realization that every single one of us, no matter how passionate we are about something, how much we love, how good our boundaries are, whatever it might be, we're still a human being and we still need rest. And I just want you to now critically analyze without being so critical on your yourself, that if you're craving a rest, if you're desiring a break from your business, don't make it mean more than what it is, which is that you just need a break. And sometimes the best thing that we can do is to completely go off the path and completely just like tap out for a while so that we can let our nervous system recharge so we can kind of just simmer down and enjoy being a human for a hot second before going back into it for the new year. And I remember a couple of years ago, I took two weeks off for the first time since starting my business and I just kind of had all of these realizations. And I remember talking to my therapist about how I kind of realized, like, you know, how much pressure I'd been putting myself on like the past year and all of these like expectations that I had and how I had been so worried about people's judgments and how much that was holding me back. And I was just like letting her know and really reflecting to my therapist, like all of these things that I'd realized. And she was like, yeah, well, of course you've realized that because you've actually let your nervous system relax. And that's when you can start to see things a lot more logically rather than constantly running on this like fight or flight mode where you kind of, um, jump to really negative conclusions all the time and it's really easy for you to blow things out of proportion and you you think you're thinking logically because obviously if your brain thinks that there's a threat there, then it's not going to be like, oh, well, you're making this much bigger than it is. Your brain is like, no, we need to figure out what all the worst case scenarios are and we need to figure out solutions for them right here and right now. But once you have that time where you get to step away, Very naturally, without you having to set the intention around reflecting, your brain will kind of come to these realizations on its own and be like, hey, you know that thing you were really worried about? Turns out it's actually completely fine. And now that you've calmed down and you've taken a bit of a step away from it, here's a new perspective or you can actually see things a little bit more clearly, which is something that we all really need. So if you're feeling called to have a rest, if you're feeling unmotivated, you're feeling just like you can't keep going with whatever it is that you're doing. Don't make it mean more than it is. Simply acknowledge that you're a human being and know that sometimes resting is the most productive thing that you can do. And I've had the best year in business. I have the strongest boundaries. I'm really clear on what it is that I want to do. And I've you know had probably the least stressful year in terms of the business. I still feel freaking exhausted and I still want a break. So I want to share that to normalize that too, because I know in the past it would have been really easy for me to be like, oh, well, this person is really successful and that must be because they've never taken any time off or, you know, they just work all the time and it's like, at all stages of your business, you need to account for rest and you need to make sure that you give yourself permission to be a human being. And if you're feeling really worried about taking a break as well, that's a sign maybe for next year to prepare more in terms of how you're actually going to enter this holiday season and being a little bit more, as I said, prepared for it. And also, if you're really worried about your business and you're like, oh, my God, like, what if I take time off and what if it all goes to shit and what who, you know, I'm just really worried about not having my control over it all the time. Well, that's a really big signal that you actually need to ensure you're living your life outside of your business and you're finding other ways to identify outside of your business. This is definitely a trap that I fell into early on in my business, like I just was like the only way I felt happy was when I signed a new client or the only way a day was going to be good is if something else good happened in my business or the only way I felt like worthy was if I was reaching some sort of new milestone all the time in my business. And of course, that leads you down a very negative spiral. But a lot of us do that without even realizing like a lot of us, especially as women or AFABs can relate to that feeling with exercise in our bodies of like, oh, if I don't go to the gym today, then it's not a good day or I'm a bad person or there's something wrong with me. And, you know, having worked out of that, sometimes those habits come up in other ways and we start to hinge our self-worth on how much money we're making, how many clients we're getting, whether our social media is going well. And that becomes really, really important to us when we don't allow ourselves and kind of open up to this perspective that we actually need other aspects in our life to kind of make sure that we're a well-rounded, well-formed human being. And over the past year, I've listened to the least amount of business and like personal development podcasts because let me tell you, I had listened to more than enough. Like I had really sunk my teeth into that boat and it was just really stopping me from actually being able to listen to what felt good for me and giving me time to integrate. And it also meant that I only had one way of identifying. I was only listening to one kind of piece of information which was all around business and personal development. So, I just started listening to more comedy podcasts, I started enjoying more reality TV, I started like um reading fictional books again, and it just makes you feel more relaxed and calm because it's like if it's something doesn't work out in your business or it doesn't go the way that you expected, at least you have something else to think about. At least you have another way to identify. At least you have something else to freaking do, which is so important because when you're constantly like, "Oh my god, my business is the only way that I feel good about" myself and if only my business worked then I would be happy. You're then acting from this place of fear and scarcity and your clients and your audience and your social media, they can smell and sense that fear. You're gonna have like a a really clingy, intense energy and it's not gonna be fun for you either. You wanna be able to have an energy of abundance and doing it because you love it. And how do we get more of that abundance, joy, loving energy by doing more of the things that make us feel abundant, even if it doesn't seem necessarily related. Like, you know what I said, like listening to a conversation podcast or whatever, because those are the things that's going to really recharge you and help you to show up as your fullest self. And then you can show up from a place of abundance. You're going to be more creative. You're going to be more productive because you have given yourself time to do something else and actually fully switch off and be like a just fully formed human being that isn't relying on one one thing. Okay, let's dive into the meat of today's episode, which is one of my past clients sent me that one of her past coaches made a post claiming and saying, you know, who's to say this isn't true? It probably is true. I made eighty four thousand dollars in the bath. Sounds pretty impressive, right? Like who the fuck wouldn't want that? What a great little marketing hook to get people in. It's also very misleading. There are just so many pieces of this that we're gonna analyze and I'm going to offer you this critical analysis so that as I said in the intro of this podcast, when you're on social media, it's easier for you to not fall into these comparisonitis traps because you can actually see things from a much more logical and critical viewpoint. If someone makes eighty four thousand dollars in the bath, like, of course, that's incredible. And I absolutely applaud that. Like, there's no bone in my body that's like, well, fuck you, because I've done a lot of work around my money mindset. And it's really important that we do that work around our money mindset, because if we're constantly feeling jealous and envious and annoyed at people for sharing how much money they're making, it's coming from a place within us that doesn't accept our desire to want to make that amount of money. Like whenever we're judging ourselves, judging other people, it's really important that we hold the mirror up to ourselves and ask, well, where is this not aligning with me? Or where is this judgment coming? Because yes, you might be judging other people, but we only judge other people 99% of the time based off something that we don't accept within ourselves. So it's a really good habit to kind of get into a little caveat here. And this is something I used to do a lot in the early days of my coaching is I would, I forced myself to follow people even though they trigger me all the time because I was like, well, I've got to work through this trigger and I've got to, you know, make sure that I am like diffusing the situation. I have to be like exposed to it because if I can't see it and be chill about it, then there must be something wrong with me. No, we're not here to white knuckle our way through things. If someone is consistently triggering you. Mute them on your stories, take a little break from them, unfollow them. It's not as definitive as it feels. You can always go and refollow someone like you don't owe them any explanation because we also don't need to constantly be triggering ourselves. And the thing with social media is that we can't control when we look at certain things. So why would you place your hands your control in the hands of Instagram or any sort of social media where that trigger might come up when you're already feeling shitty about yourself. Like if you really want to go find a trigger, then do that in a moment when you're like, okay, I'm ready for it rather than just allowing the algorithm to pull it up at you first thing in the morning or when you're already having a shitty day or when you're trying to wind down or whatever, like mute that shit or unfollow that person. So, but firstly, we just wanna like acknowledge, okay, if I'm feeling judgment towards this person, where within myself am I judging myself for wanting that desire? Or would I be judging myself for wanting that or having that or whatever it might be. And the more that we can work towards gratitude and also abundance of knowing, well, if this person can have it, then so can I. And using that jealousy almost as an indicator for where you actually want to go, then that can be really helpful in terms of like breaking through our money blocks and our money mindset issues, which helps us then to take the action in order to create more money than we've ever done before, which is something that I do a lot with my clients as well. But when we're thinking about this, aside from the fact that, of course, it's an amazing accomplishment, like all about independent businesswomen making money, making bank, you know, showing up for the people, for themselves, no one can just make $84,000 in the bath. It just does not happen like that. And what happens with a lot of spiritual coaches is they very much lean into this idea of like, oh, I just let go. And all of a sudden it opened up the floodgates for new clients to just like land in my inbox and pay me or they're like, oh, I rested this week and I made ten thousand dollars. And it's like, what? And it's very alluring to believe that when you're at the early stages of your coaching and also if you're not If you're not looking at these pieces or these content with your critical thinking cap on, because how are you accepting these payments? Who set that up for you? How did you set up your different payment plans? How did you set up your programs? How do people know to trust you? How do people know that you are a reputable business that is actually offering what you say that you're offering? How do people even find you? How do people get to you on social media? How long have you been doing this for? How long has that person been following you for then wanting to pay this amount of money? Like there is so much that comes into play when we're talking about running a business that even the most like feminine, surrendering, trusting, let go kind of energy, even that person, that coach that says it's all about like just doing your mindset work and self-care and having a bath and it will all come to you. They have done so much actionable, strategic work to get to where they are, to the point where they can say things like, oh, I made $84,000, let alone in the bath, because is it really the fact that you were in the bath, that you made that amount of money? Or is it more just a coincidence that that payment happened to come through when you were in the bath? And you know the answer to that, right? Because in order for people to pay you, in order for people to invest in you, you need to have a brand. You need to have an offer that solves a specific problem and with that offer comes a whole host of strategical things that you need to think about what's the offer going to look like how's it going to be hosted are you going to be doing it on zoom do you have a calendar for things like is it going to be on facebook group is it going to be on this other course have you set up this other course have you onboarded clients before what's your onboarding system what's your sales process like that also has so much strategy that is involved in getting someone set up that is involved in terms of being able to actually sign up these sorts of clients. And as I was saying, like with in order to earn that amount of money, people need to trust you, which means you need to have a personal brand and you need to have a business right, set up that people can recognize, like, know and trust that does not always need to have had lots of time behind it for sure, but I can guarantee you that almost every single person that's making especially that amount of money per month has been trying at it and marketing themselves in some way on social media for years. I guarantee it and that might look differently. You know, they may have built up their audience in different ways and then they change and then they do different offers and it seems like they're an overnight success. But in reality, that success has come from them consistently showing up for years and they don't talk about that because it doesn't sound as sexy. What sounds sexy and what sells is being able to create fast results with as little effort as possible and that's what hooks people in for sure but it also makes people feel really shitty on the other side when they're like well I'm having a bath and yet here I am still broke or I'm letting go and doing the deep inner child work and why are no clients coming to me well it's because that person is just not telling you the full scope of the story what that person is telling you is a nice sounding story that sounds really luxurious and is selling you something that is too good to be true and when something sounds too good to be true we need to again ensure that we have our critical thinking cap on and actually really think about it logically. Like if this person is gonna be accepting that amount of payments, that's also a lot of work. Like if, if they're taking it through the DMs and they're like sending people links, okay, so how did you set up all of those different links? How did you organize and brainstorm all of your different payment plans? How is it linked to your account? And then furthermore, in terms of your sales process, how are you talking to people? What are the conversations like? What's your selling strategy like? And if it's not in the DMs, then it's got to be in some sort of other way that would have required a lot of effort in order to be able to accept that amount of people and get that amount of people through a website. And what is that linked to and what does the website look like? And what's the landing page and what's the account that they set up? Did they hire someone to make a really good landing page? Did they hire someone to make a, a great like sales process or whatever it might be. Mindset is absolutely so important when running our businesses because you do need to show up as the most successful version of you on Instagram or social media in order to start magnetizing your ideal clients. Because if we show up from an energy of like, oh, I'll just wait till I'm successful or uh, like I'll wait till I go viral before you actually show up in that energy, then you're not setting yourself up for success, right? You have to believe in yourself first, which is where it's really important to have a business coach who's already been through what you've been through because you can connect to their energy and you can feel their self-belief and you because they've done it, right? So they have the proof there and you get to be in really close contact with someone who's done it so they can like hold that belief in you and they kind of cheerlead you across like and i'm very much experiencing this right now because i've just hired a new coach for me and it's like this whole new level of energy that i'm getting from her which as i've said i'll talk about more but it's just reminded me like how freaking powerful coaching is and why i absolutely love doing it and this is why i'm always investing in myself so that i can coach my clients from a place of empathy i know what it feels like to be in your shoes when you are my client But mindset is not that powerful that it's going to manifest clients into your inbox out of nowhere. And a lot of people wanna just do the mindset work because it's glamorized and we see people, you know, movies like The Secret, like think about it enough and it will happen and repeat positive affirmations and it will happen, it will happen, it will happen, like just trust, just trust. And all the while we're sitting there hoping things will happen, you know, kind of putting too much emphasis on this positive mindset that we're missing out all of these other opportunities that we have of taking action. And there's so much more action that you can take than you even realize, but you're not allowing yourself to see it because you're getting stuck in this cycle of thinking, oh, it's my mindset. Oh, I need to wait till I'm ready. Oh, I'll just manifest more. I'll just do more journal entries. I'll just like wait for the moon. I'll just like, you know, listen to another podcast. Sometimes we need to pull our head out of this mindset Like chasm that we fall down into and ask ourselves, what is in my control that I can actually do? And if you're someone that's like wanting to get some new clients or you're wanting to like make more money or whatever, uh, like literally write a list down of 10 things that you could do in order to have a new client or in order to make more money this week, like in the next 24 hours. And we always think really globally of like, oh, well, I've got to go viral or I've got to have a sales page or I've got to like have a photo shoot or whatever when that is so so big and they're not even necessary and they don't often actually bring us the results that we think anyway. Like you don't need a sales page. You don't need a photo shoot in order to be making sales. But what you do need is ways of solving your client's problems, ways of connecting with your clients, knowing who your ideal client is so a couple of examples for things that you could do literally today in order to get one step closer to making more money, making more impact, having more clients, is writing an Instagram post that's specifically and directly talking to your ideal client. Creating a different piece of content that you haven't done before. So maybe a reel or an IGTV, or maybe you want to even start on TikTok that's specifically solving a small and but very powerful problem that your audience and your ideal client needs to have. You. Could think about a free webinar that you can host that is a very specific but also like small piece of content. When I say small, I don't mean like not powerful, but sometimes people when they're hosting free masterclasses go way too broad and kind of cast the net really big. But when you do that, it's it it becomes too like it becomes too general right like for example some mindset coaches might be like "Um, how to become more powerful and like that's great and you'll probably have people to sign up and obviously it's really needed but it's so broad that then you're going to get maybe people that aren't your ideal client or not who you really want to work with or people won't really notice the topic because it doesn't kind of talk to their pain points we need to talk about something so specifically as if it would be like one module in your course or one like kind of live training in in a program that you might run so for example as a really basic webinar title you could go how to be more powerful in in the workplace For example, you know, like something like that in the new year, like just thinking a little bit more specifically or you could be like three ways to be more powerful in your relationships, whatever, like don't obviously take that word for word. But when you're thinking about your topics in terms of like a webinar, like or a masterclass or whatever, like make it more specific and speak to someone like imagine one of your clients that you have had in the past or you're currently working with that you adore you love them you know that they are like your soulmate client what would you say to them what kind of questions has they have they asked you in the past and then think about like a webinar that you could create make it a free webinar make it a really cheap webinar or like you know a a more um, (laughs) affordable webinar whatever word that you want to use you could collab with someone you could get back in contact with some of your past clients and offer them a discount to your services. You could run a competition. You could share someone's Instagram on your page so that maybe you can get reposted and get an access to their followers, whatever it might be. Like, you know, you already know. And what I want you to do is when you're feeling into what I can do in order to get my next client and my next income goal, Pick the one that feels the most exciting rather than the one that you think is going to be the most strategical. And this is where the mindset element of business is so important, because, you know, even in this example of this person who said that they made $84,000 in the bath, they got there. Not by being in the bath, but by doing things in their own way, not by necessarily following the most strategical or kind of well structured business plan. They did it because they stood out. And so for you, the way that you're going to stand out is finding your unique voice and creating your own unique magnetism, which is going to be strategies that maybe some people do, but Maybe not everyone does it in that way. And you get to break the rules like this isn't a workplace. This isn't school where you have to follow the rules. You get to create it and do it in your own way. So like, why are you waiting for permission to do that? And you'll know what always happens. And this even happens to me when I'm thinking about what new offer I want to create. I might think like, oh, but people don't do it this way or like, oh, maybe I should do it in a different way. And this is where it's really important to have your emotional intelligence turned up all the way so that you're not just picking things because that's what another person's doing or because it looks good. You're intentionally choosing to host a masterclass or to write this piece of content because it lights you up, even though you don't have any proof that it's going to do well. Like and that's where we need to have a little bit of faith in it. That's where the mindset side of things is important, because sometimes we have to trust that even though people don't talk about it in this way or whatever it is that you want to do. That's actually a freaking good thing because that's how you're going to stand out and that's how your clients are going to see you rather than you blending in. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode, post a story, tag me in it. I can't wait to see all of your entries. Let me know if this helps you. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was. And if you see one of these posts on Instagram, share it with me because I am all here to dissect the shit out of these kind of posts because I want to just like shatter the illusion that is manifest and be happy and things will happen to you because it's never, ever, ever that simple. If you loved this podcast or you're enjoying this podcast overall, then it would be absolutely amazing if you could follow me, leave a five-star review and maybe share it with one friend or family member that you think might benefit from it. All right, I'll see you soon. Bye.